1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard It could be another big night in the title race As Celtic host Hearts and Rangers head to Kilmarnock St Mirren hope to move away from danger When they travel to Livingston While Motherwell try to reclaim third at St Johnston Aberdeen are the best of the rest at the moment After finding the goal scoring touch at Hamilton I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi Yeah another big, big midweek in the title race Gordon as you said Rangers going down to Kilmarnock Rugby Park never an easy place to go to Particularly at the moment Alex Dyer's team Finding a bit of form Keeping clean sheets And for Celtic The visit of Hearts To Parkhead And it's one that you would expect Celtic To, to win comfortably And it, I think One of the interesting things tonight Will be the kind of team That Daniel Stendel picks Does he go for it tonight And try and get some, Or does he rest Four or five key players Considering that Hamilton go to Tynecastle On uh, Saturday Which is a massive game For them And for Aberdeen, we know we've got a lot of Aberdeen supporters that listen into the programme. Three goals in the first half last night. What a weight off the shoulders of Derek McInnes and his players. It was badly needed and they'll be hoping that that result and performance kicks them on for the next few weeks. Yeah, you hear uh, a lot of times, uh, Gordon, people mention the term football integrity, the integrity of the game. But if Hearts uh, go there to, to and, and change their team, as Mark has just um, you know say, said there, um, I'm sure um, the Rangers fans will be less than impressed by that. Um, but he's got to look after his own team. He's got, to, you know, he thinks that's a bigger game for him on Saturday. Then he's got to do what he thinks is best for Hearts. But nevertheless, it, I, I still expect it to be a weakened team. But any team that they put, out, I don't think would be good enough to beat Celtic. I have to be honest with you. And Rangers going down to the Commander as an extremely tough tie. They don't mm. like going there. They don't like the surface. And Commander have improved in the last couple of weeks. Five big games in the Premiership tonight Are you going along? Are you going to sit back and watch it on TV or listen on radio? Doesn't really matter We'd love to hear from you either way 0141 951 1025 Give us a call right now We're a bit away from getting the team news So it's the perfect time to tell us Who you would play Who shouldn't play Who should drop out Who should come back in All of the usual match day questions Maybe a couple of injury doubts uh, For Rangers Celtic starting to get people back but that makes the team selection maybe even more difficult. So let us know what you're thinking ahead of tonight's games right now. 01419511025. Let's start going around some of the grounds. Let's start closest to home. Celtic against Hearts. Alison Cornroy's there. Good evening, Gordon, from Celtic Park, where it's absolutely freezing, as you'd expect, and now the rain is pouring down as well. Top v bottom here, Daniel Stendel trying to work out how to be just the second Scottish side this season to beat Celtic and try and edge closer to getting off the foot of the Scottish Premiership. Near Beaton and Habtem Abdel Hamid are back in training with Celtic, but tonight is probably a little bit too soon for them. Hearts, they could be without John Souter. He's got an ankle problem, and Daniel Stendel insists he won't be risked if he isn't 100% Gordon I should have the team news about half past six yeah I feel like it is that time of the year or it's appropriate that we get a proper weather update your your part time (laughs) sports reporter part time uh, weather girl if that's all right. sorry to to put that title on you everything okay the pitch okay what are the surroundings like for anyone who's heading along pitch looks absolutely fantastic it looks um, brilliant Um, the rain is pouring down outside it seems absolutely fine as well apart from the fact 
It's a bitterly, bitterly cold That's in that fine. wind, Gordon. But just lots of layers and you'll be absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah, we can just about handle that. I was just wondering if any of the, 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 the football or those going along would be affected. What about at Kilmarnock against Rangers, Andrew McLean? Yeah, well, I'll continue with the weather duties. It's nice and calm here, actually. A bit a bit cold, but it is nice and calm. A lot calmer than the weekend, so that'll be something that I'm sure a lot of the supporters and the players will be looking forward to in this one. Of course, Rangers haven't had their troubles to seek here in recent times at Rugby Park, but this is another game that they'll feel they just cannot afford to drop any points. They've only won once in their last four visits here, but that win did come on the opening day of this season. You might remember that Connor Goldson header in the last minute of the game to give them all three points. Both managers have said in the lead-up to this game that they feel their teams are getting back to their usual set. Rangers had a good second half against Hibs and Hamilton in their last two outings. Kilmarnock, they were on a bit of a horrible run, weren't they? But up until the last couple of weeks, they've done all right. Two wins and a draw from their last three matches. So Alex Dyer will feel a bit more confident about how they're going as well. As for early team news, Borna Barisic, he's facing a late fitness test to see whether he'll be able to play in this one. Ryan Jack is back in the squad for Rangers. He's missed our last four matches. As for Kilmarnock, Chris Park, he sat out of their draw with Aberdeen on Saturday, but he should be back available tonight. There we go then There's a couple of questions for you To kick things off Rangers fans How important is it That Borna Barisic makes it tonight If he doesn't Who are you sticking in In his place And does Ryan Jack Come straight back into the team I know he has been Widely regarded As one of Rangers Most important players By you In the the opening stages Of the season So do you bring him back in And at whose expense 01419511025 we're waiting on the Celtic team news as well You, you can take take one each if you like To mark the, the points we just made there All of a sudden Borna Barisic has become very important for Rangers Yeah, yeah because a lot of Rangers play in terms of going forward As, as the full-backs You know, Tavernier on, on one side Barisic on the other Allows Kent to come inside Although I think Kent, you know, does enjoy hugging the touchline If he's given that role But just on the question that you that you put out there for the for the listeners um, Gordon, Ryan Jack, for me Back in the starting lineup. All day long tonight Particularly at, at Rugby Park Wednesday night Cold night He's exactly The kind of player That I think Rangers want In the middle of the park You look at In there You know Commander are solid They've got, they've got power they've, they've got Dicker they, they might have McKenzie or, or whoever Floating about In the, that wee area as well And behind Brophy Or he might go with The, with the, the two um, Up front But certainly uh, I would have Ryan Jack in the starting 11 All day long And hopefully the listeners Will answer these questions Jim But for Celtic At the moment It I'm sensing most people enjoying three five two. Yeah. I think most people like the partnership between Griffiths and Edward. What does that mean? Is is Ryan Christie? Is he just a sub all of a sudden? Is he is he ever going to force his way back in? Because if it's not broke, don't fix it and all that. Yeah, I mean that's the, that's the nature of competition at a top level, and it keeps everybody playing at a high standard. Um, you know, the, we've heard um, the, the Neil Lennon and Scott Brown recently waxing lyrical about uh, Olivier and Cham's form. And that's because he knows that if he drops anything at all, any level whatsoever, then Ryan Christie will be back in there. But I think, you, you, I mean, McGregor and Brown are absolute certainties. And it's just that other one. And you've got Cham, Christie, Rogic. I mean, those three yeah. players are exceptional players. Have to make that choice. It's very difficult for any manager. But at the moment, Cham is the one that's getting the nod. And Ryan Christie, unfortunately, because he was out the team, is going to have to just keep working hard to try and get back in there. But yeah, I, I expect him to stay with the three, if the three centre-backs are fit. That's always a key to Celtic. Saminovic in particular yeah. seems to be the one that has little aches and pains now and again. But if they've got the three available, I think he'll stick with it, particularly at Celtic Park when, you know, they went to the pitch. They, you know, as Alison just said there, the pitch is magnificent. It's slick, the rain on it. They can move the ball quickly. And that partnership up front, 
is, is, is been a revelation And I've got the words of one of last week's callers Ringing in my ears Where he said that he felt Yanis Hadji's winner against Hibs Was the goal that kept Rangers in, in the title race is, mm-hmm. is that where we are? Are we at that stage where Could Rangers, could Rangers handle another swing If you like if, if it wasn't to go to plan tonight And Celtic were to get the, the points at home Is how much more difficult does that make things? I I would really fear for Rangers if they dropped any more points before the the next old firm game on March the fifteenth. Assuming that Celtic keep winning, you yeah, mean? Yeah, Celtic yeah. keep winning. But I, I think that the, I'm not quite sure if Rangers managed to get their game in hand and in time. Gone before that, I'm not. I'm not sure how the think fixture it is I think it's after that. it, isn't it? I think so. So the you know I think that they need to go in that having won every game. If, for example, the gap was to go to nine points uh, with a game in hand, you know, there's a hell of a lot of pressure to go and. Beat Celtic at Ibrox, and I think you need to beat them anyway. If you're going to be realistically think you, you can win the title, you need to beat Rangers. Uh, you need to beat Celtic at uh, Ibrox on March the fifteenth. But dropping any more points, um, I would never say it's the end because there's a lot of twists and turns to come. Probably a lot of squeaky bum time. It'll be really, really nervy for whichever team's going to get over the line. Um, but I think if you were Steven Gerrard and the players You'd be really really concerned if any more points were dropped Okay 01419511025 This is your chance to have your say on all of tonight's action Who would you pick for your team? How do you see tonight's going? Uh, tonight's games going? I should say Andrew is first up Andrew is from Somerston What's on your mind tonight Andrew? Yeah good evening panel My question is to Jim really um, Steven Gerrard was quoted at the weekend After the game saying that Alfredo Morelos is undefendable and I don't think there's anybody more qualified to answer that than Jim Duffy because in my opinion in his playing days Jim Duffy was Scottish football's second best defender that we had so I'd like to get Jim's opinion on that Thanks Andrew You must have a really good memory mate but, Who was number one? Uh, just out of curiosity We don't need to worry about number one We don't need to worry about number one Who was the best? <laughs> no listen Andrew um, I mean Alfredo Morelos I, I mean we, we had a, a kind of debate thing on the programme Over the last few weeks about You know Level of strikers um, You know At this moment in time There's no doubt that Edward Is you know The best all round striker in the country I don't think there's any any doubt about that But as, as I said is Morelos um, Without him I don't think Rangers are even close to Celtic in terms of uh, making a, a, a title challenge. And I think that's how important he is. I think when he's up for it, when his head's right, when he, he enjoys the, con- the, the confrontation of the, the centre-backs, then he is a very, very difficult player to play against. Listen, you know, there are some managers and some players, I, th- I think it was Declan Gallagher last week at Motherwell, said he felt Edward was unplayable. They use these phrases at times when they have exceptional performances and Alfredo Morales has had a few games this season where defenders have found him unplayable but he has to stay on the pitch and he has to get rid of you know the silly aspects of his game he's been in Scotland long enough now to know the culture to know you know what's expected and what's accepted but as an all-round striker yeah very very difficult player to play just against just purely on a, on a footballing sense then the battle that he has had with Kirk Broadfoot in, mm. in previous times has been one where, it, I mean, you can see it coming a mile off. Kirk Broadfoot, mm. the experienced campaigner, is going to try and wind him up. Mm. Morelos' goal scoring record against Kilmarnock is phenomenal. Yeah. I think it's something like 11 in 9 against Kilmarnock. Yeah. So they'll know exactly what he can do, and it remains to be seen who's fit enough to play in defence for Kilmarnock mm. tonight. Yeah, I mean, again, you'll get players who like playing, it just seems to be one of these things, certain opposition. Um, you know, and, and Kilmarnock certainly one of Alfredo Morales' uh, favourites. Uh, but listen, he's a he's a, a a real 
Talisman for Rangers There's no question about that As I said I think when he's Playing at his best When he, defenders are Really wary of him Then Rangers The rest of the players it, it gives him confidence You can almost feel them uh, You know And see them Playing at a different level But You know When he's not available I think the opposition I think it's been shown Since the turn mm-hmm. of the year When he hasn't played The opposition looking When Morelos is not in the team Wait a minute If we keep Rangers wide And say Throw the ball in the box They're not going to give us Too many problems If we keep things in front of us And keep it contact They're not going to out muscle us But when Morelos is there mm-hmm. A definitely different proposition You want to come back in Andrew? Well, hopefully that weekend has given them confidence and they will go for it tonight. But, uh, you know, clubs like Kamala, it's like Aberdeen when they play Rangers, Celtic, they play Hamilton. These teams, you know, it's their big cup final and they just go for it with these Celtic and Rangers, you know, and they find it hard to cut them down. But hopefully Rangers are one tonight. Do you, do you still do you see this as a difficult place to go, Andrew? The, the form... Granted Stevie Clark was in charge for a lot of those games But Rangers have struggled against Kilmarnock in the past Everybody knows about the pitch It's not a, a classic night for football either How difficult do you see it being tonight? I think it will be very difficult Because you know the manager they've got to know was under Steve Clark So you'll take a lot of that into his playing game as well now And drawing into the players And the, the pitch, well The pitch is what the pitch is I mean... I'm not too happy with Ibrox pitch at the moment as well, right enough for us, another story. <laughs> That's true, Stephen Gerrard yeah. agrees with you. Would you put Ryan Jack straight back in, Andrew? Is there any doubt about that? Definitely, and as long as we've got Arfield there and midfield as well, he just he's a good feeder of the ball and a good attacker and defenders and normally gets the ball on target, you know. Mark Guidi raises the point earlier, Jim, the real... Battle when you when you play Kilmarnock tends to be against Dicker and Power. So you mm-hmm. you look at Ryan Jack. He's the is he the most stable to to get involved and and, and help Rangers out in that department? Yeah, nah, I don't really. I mean, listen, Ryan Jack for me. I'm I'm a mark. He goes in absolutely hundred percent. If he's fit, he goes in. No doubt whatsoever. Him and Davis, if they're fit to me, they're they're always going to be the two. And then it's about who you decide alongside them. Whether it's you know the well, now obviously Hadji Kamara Arfield etc. You, you know the other options, but those two for me are definite definites if they're available. Um, you know, I, I don't mean Dick, Dicker and, and Power are you know competitive players, but they're good players as well. Mm. You know, but uh, you, they can they can put it in when they have to. Obviously, you know Neil Lennon wasn't too happy with Power's tackle on um, Frimpong, uh, which has laid him out for a few weeks, and that just shows you that aggressive attitude they do have. But they can play, and they're they're good players, and uh, I think that Rangers have to move the ball quicker and psychologically. They have to go over that. We heard even Andrew mention it. We've mentioned it, the pitch thing. But it just seems to seep into their head a little bit more. And I think Steve Clark used that to his advantage, both against Rangers and Celtic to a certain because I think he had a good record against Move, didn't he? Uh, very yeah. good, yeah. You know, um, but I still think Rangers have got that extra quality. And if, as I said, if Morelis is back to form, which Steven Gerrard seems to think he is, then he could be the difference between... Picking up one point And picking up three points Andrew we're waiting On the team news It won't be too far away How important is it Do you think That, that Borna Barisic Makes it for Rangers tonight Yeah it's very important I, I remember when he first came in And I'm like This isn't the same player The creation player You know And obviously Stephen Gerrard The coaching staff's had a word with him And his confidence Is really back uh, So it's very important That he plays tonight Yeah I think we saw it On the other side Didn't we Jim With, with James Tavernier Is because no disrespect to the guys that come in Even if they play well They're just different They're just different types If it was to be yeah. Andy Halliday If it was to be John Flanagan 
there's just different. They just yeah, Gordon, you asked us that question, I think, a few weeks ago in the transfer window. You said if Rangers are going to sign anybody who wouldn't, I said another left back if Barisic, because I felt he was the only other, they didn't have a natural replacement for him, a natural style. And I still think that. I think if he's missing tonight, you would maybe look at Andy Halliday because he's better going forward and the way Rangers want to play. But again, he's not a natural, um, you know, obvious replacement. He's Disney, maybe the acceleration, the pace, and maybe the delivery. So I think that was an area they could have looked at. But if he's not playing, for me, I would rather have Halliday there than perhaps, say, Flanagan get across to the left, although he can, you know, he is a good defender. But then if, if that did happen, and I'm, I'm with Mark, then, then Kent would have to hold the line a little bit more then and try and stretch. Because if he comes in, you know, Rangers won't have the width um, from the fullback on that side. So for me, I would play Halliday uh, in that area, but obviously Andrew will let us know the mm. team in, in 20 minutes or so. You watch a lot of Kilmarnock, Mark Guidi, just mm-hmm. so happened, you know, you, you tend to be that down that way quite a lot when you're covering games for us. How much of it is going to be about that defence against Alfredo Morelos, try, trying to stop him? He's obviously Rangers' main attacking threat. Although having said that, Stephen Gerrard happier this week that the burden seems to be lifting a little bit from... Morelos and Defoe Yeah it'll be an, an intriguing battle You know the, I mean Commander always play with a A back four So You know Whether it's going to be A partnership of, of Two from three Broadfoot uh, Finlay And Del Fabro uh, They're both good you, you get two very able full backs And O'Donnell And, and Hammerlining Like we said So Listen it will be an interesting battle um, I think Morelos You know I've just said about Ryan Jack Morelos is the same I think he loves games like this He loves the battle He loves the physical Element of it If he can bring These bit of quality You know what like is As soon as he gets a sight And goal Boom He doesn't mess about He'll have a mm. A shot at goal You know He's not thinking Necessarily about playing Someday and they're getting it in He just wants to and go And I think that goal late Against Hamilton Was important for him Mark. Yeah exactly just For any player he, Just to get back on aye, track Because he hadn't scored Obviously since no, his last year was his first goal In 2020 He's, he's needed as much He's a yeah. strong boy And he's ca- mm-hmm. he's capable you think everything that's gone on for the past week or so mm-hmm. too because we've not heard from him and he maybe can he converse uh, in English it'll be a tough week for him as well make no mistake about that he's been through uh, the mill for, for one reason or another so for him to get the goal but then you look at what can Kilmarnock do to Rangers and Kilmarnock are very very able middle to front as well you know you've got Chris Burke on fire absolutely brilliant look at his goal last midweek mm-hmm. at Tynecastle outstanding um, you've got Eamon Brophy you know, so I think that uh, Kabamba Kab- Kab- as well. He might go with Brophy and Kabamba together and try something. Um, he might not, but um, there's certainly good quality in the Commandant team as well. But you would fancy Rangers, considering what's at stake, the quality of player that they have. I would fancy Rangers just to nick it, but it might, it might be a one 0 Gordon. Thank you to Andrew, who's a Rangers fan from Somerston. What about you, Celtic fans? What are the main considerations? Tonight, do you stick with three five two? Do you stick with Griffiths and Edward? If that's the case, are you happy to keep guys like Ryan Christie on the bench until such times as you need them? Let us know how you're feeling ahead of tonight's home game against Hearts. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We'll hear from Neil Lennon and Stephen Gerrard next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Jim Duffy and Mark Guidi here building up to a big night in the Scottish Premiership. Five fixtures tonight, hot on the heels of the one game we had between Hamilton and Aberdeen last night. So we're looking for you to get in touch. Are you going along to the game tonight? Why not give us a call? How confident are you? Have you got that nagging doubt? I know you go a roller coaster of emotions, don't you, before a game? The confidence comes in, a bit of fear sets in, then maybe you get the confidence back. Tell us how you're feeling ahead of kickoff. And just before we get the teams, tell us who you would play for your team tonight. Gary Houston is on. 
He says looking forward to seeing another masterpiece performance from Odson Edward and Olivier and Cham. Um they would be two well, Edward's the obvious one. I mean he's the player of the month that was announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Olivier and Cham, what more can you say than he's keeping Ryan Christie out of the team at the moment? Yeah, so we said earlier on in the programme, I mean he's he's found a level of form and Consistency and, and I say that personally I think it's You know You have to have the ability To do it But you also have to have The mentality Not to be looking In, in, in a worried concern Over your shoulder But to be aware That you've got a top class player Or players You know Ready to take your jersey So your performance levels Have to be of a standard That the manager You know Doesn't contemplate Even leaving you You know So And, and that's been the case Um uh, Callum McGregor Got a little rest the weekend against Clyde You would maybe expect him To come back again But uh, I mean, Listen Celtic could change it They could bring in Christie in, in rest one They could bring in Rogic in rest one And they'll still be More than good enough To, to win the game I feel Yeah let's hear from Neil Lennon Well I think they're a good window You know they brought in Some good players You know We know Liam Boyce For his time in Ross County And You know I know him As a young boy in Belfast You know he's a talented player You know Sibic looks like a good A good find as well and obviously under Daniel is going to be a new style of play, new principles and yeah, I mean it'll be a test. I think he's a positive forward thinking manager and um, I think the game may be open. Let's speak to Robbie who's a Celtic fan in Glenrothes. Hi Robbie. Hi, how are you doing? Not too bad, how are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad, just heading through to the game tonight. Um, looking forward to it but I'm a bit worried just the way we've been, we've been steamrolling teams but obviously the way things are going, hearts are, are looking good. Um, they're under a new manager So they've got some talent there Trying to rebuild their squad Yeah that's a funny one to assess The, the, the challenge from Hearts Because they, they got the result against Rangers They signed Liam Boy So you, you kind of think Well they're on the right track But it's not quite clicked yet It's, it's not come no. to fruition The way people thought There's, there's no consistency yet uh, Gordon you know they, they, look, they, they get a couple of clean sheets And then they, you know Last midweek they lose um, At home to Kilmarnock They're 3-0 down I thought it was a really good result for them on Saturday night, beating Falkirk in the cup. Difficult. Um, they were uh, very they fortunate. Were, they, they, were, they were, but they were, but they bought my yeah, In their situation, right. they, they, they won. But I'll, I'll say it again, and I've said it many times in looking at his performance last Wednesday night, they are always going to struggle when they've got a goalkeeper like they've got in Pereira. He's not going to win them points. He's not going to make saves that's going to change a game. I think, you know, I know Zamal's got his faults as well, but I would have Zamal on the team. But um, I think that's been a, a real um, Achilles heel for Hearts all season and continues to be so. But, you know, Robbie says he's maybe a wee bit worried. Yeah, you would never underestimate an opponent and, and give them the respect they deserve. But um, I, I can't see uh, Hearts causing Celtic uh, many problems tonight. I'm not saying Celtic are going to win 3 or 4 now, But I think that Celtic will, will certainly win the game Yeah I think it's been 8 years Robbie Since Hearts won at Celtic Park I think it was actually a Scottish Cup tie They're, they're bottom of the table Surely it's quite difficult at this stage To, to build a case for Hearts Yeah they robbed points off of the, you know One of the best teams in the league in Rangers um, And when that's happened I think it's just a, a bunch of young boys Of creating a new squad with a bit of youthfulness um, so they're going to come at us, you know, with all they've kind of got, and you know, try take points off of Celtic and and take away the championship. Just just bringing up on that as well. I think I think Morelos, <laughs> everyone's on his back just now. It's funny to see him and Edwards. I think Edwards trying to score more and more goals to see if he can beat him. Yeah, there might be a little bit of a rivalry, you know, personal rivalry. Who can score the most goals? At the end of the day, I think that who who's going to come up with the title at the end of the season will be the most important thing. But 
The thing is, Robbie, for me, I, I don't think Hearts have, have you know, quite grasped um, you know how Daniel Stendel wants to play it, and I think that's why they've been inconsistent. I think the game against Rangers, they've obviously come out the blocks with the new signings, and particularly Liam Boyce that day. Rangers, by you know by their own admission, Stephen Gerrard used the term unrecognisable for his own team, so they were way below uh, the levels. And then they had a last minute equaliser against St Johnston, then they lost against Commander, and then they say they beat they beat Falk at one nothing. But I think. Unless he gets all the players available Like John Suter In the team On a regular mm. basis he's, he's still going to be stop start Because he can't How can you plan When you're having to change your team every, every game Two or three players So I don't think they're quite Ready yet To deal with Celtic And I think if Celtic Are playing anywhere near the form They've shown over since the turn of the year Then they'll, they'll, they'll win the game comfortably Okay we've got breaking team news for you From Celtic Park and from Rugby Park So listen to these Tell us what you make of it Are you happy with the team? Would you have done something different? 0141 951 1025 Alison's first up at Celtic Park Yeah, five changes for Celtic From that Scottish Cup win at Clyde On Sunday Fraser Forster of course coming back into goal And it's back to a back three For Celtic against Hearts tonight it Will be Fraser Forster in goal A back three of Chris Ar- Jozo Samodinovic and Chris Julian. Then the five in the midfield of James Forrest, Scott Brown, Olivia Cham, Callum McGregor and Greg Taylor. And the two up top, Odson Edward and Lee Griffiths. On the bench for Celtic tonight will be Bain, Bauer, Hayes, Rogic, Christy, Ilianusi and Bio. Any surprises in there for you? No, because I'd already written the team down before ah, I was in the Nosy stuff. <laughs> nosy stuff, so this guy. I think that uh, we, just, we just thought to get back to that. You know, no, as I mentioned, if Samodinovic fit. Go stick with the back three. It's a system that's worked really well. They're scoring goals for fun. I don't know what their average goals are. It must be over three anyway just now. Um, over the last maybe half a dozen games. Um, no, they've been in great form. And, um, you know, why would you change it? You know, unless you just want to freshen things up. And he may well do that at the weekend. But I think tonight, go with, uh, you know, the team that's been doing the business for you. Yeah, Celtic fans, not the most controversial team selection. Quite predictable. But what do you make of it? That doesn't mean to say you agree. Would you have done something different? Or are you more than happy to keep going with that team? Why not tell us? 01419511025. Rangers fans, big news coming out of Rugby Park. Andrew McLean. Yeah, well, first of all, I... We'll give you the Rangers team because that is the first one I have got written down here. Three changes for Rangers. The big news is that Borna Barisic does not make it for Rangers tonight. So he drops out the team, as does George Edmondson and as does Glenn Kamara. In come Nikola Katic, Andy Halliday and Ryan Jack. So that'll be Alan McGregor in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Nikola Katic and Andy Halliday. Midfield three, Ryan Jack, Joe Aribo and Scott Arfield with Yanis Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos. The substitutes, Fodringham, Flanagan, Edmondson, Davis. Stuart Jones and Camberry. As for Kilmarnock, they actually revert back to a back four. They played a back three at the weekend against Aberdeen. It'll be Jan Koprovec who comes in in goal for Laurentiu Brunescu. The back four is Stephen O'Donnell, Stuart Finlay, Dario Del Fabro and Nico Hamalainen. The midfield three, Alan Power, Gary Dicker and Rory McKenzie with Chris Burke, Eamon Brophy and Nicky Kabamba. The front three, the substitutes, Curtis Lyle, Stephen Hendry, Connor Johnson, Greg Kilty, Ross Millen, Ali Taylor, Kyle Connell and the referee here at Rugby Park is John Beaton. So Rangers fans, no Borna Barisic. How big a blow is that? What about Andy Halliday in as his replacement? And of course it is Ryan Jack Straight back into the team As many people predicted So tell us what you make of that Starting 11 01419511025 Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard Yeah they're on the back of it I think it's a three Decent results now Ross County Aberdeen 
Uh, and Hart, they went away to Hart and won as well. So Alex seems to be turning the corner with them. Um, you know, since we've come in here, our, our challenges against Kilmarnock have always been tough. Um, beginning of the season, we, we managed to get a late goal there to, to, to win yeah, from two set pieces and even at home at Ibrox as well. It was quite a close encounter, so we expect nothing different. It'll be a good challenge for us. You know, obviously, yeah, it's the, the pitch as well always comes into it down at Kilmarnock, so be a big challenge for the players. Darren is a Rangers fan from Ardrossan We just gave you the team Darren I don't know if you, if you managed to catch it Borna Barisic is out Andy Halliday's in his place And Ryan Jack comes in What do you make of that team? Yeah it's pretty predictable um, If Barisic is not 100% Then it's certainly what I would have went for To be honest I don't think Flanagan offers enough At left back um, He's a cracking defender In the European games And the tougher games um, but going forward, it just doesn't do enough for me, to be honest. I know he's he's a left back, but the way modern football is, Darren, you know, fullbacks can be so important when when it comes to attacking. Are Rangers seriously weakened when when Barisic is out the team? Or are you confident they can handle his absence tonight? Uh, they are seriously weakened, hundred percent. Yeah, he's one of our most uh, creative players. He's got far more assists than Ryan Kent, which was one of my main points. To be honest, we need Tim to up his game. I hope Hadji can bring the best out in him. Um, I checked his stats today I don't think he's set up one single goal In the league this year I don't know if you can verify that Is that Ryan Kent? Yeah Ryan Kent um, BBC website said he scored 6 And assisted 0 in the league uh, we say, uh, it yeah. may well be right He certainly got that assist at the weekend of course But that that was a cup game And I mean Darren isn't saying anything That, that Stephen Gerrard hasn't mentioned Jim It's not really a you know, it's not an unfair criticism. Stephen Gerrard spoke about lifting the burden of goal scoring. The creativity it all it all comes into that bracket. Yeah, I mean, six goals is a good return from a wide player. Um, but I agree with Darren in the sense of his final ball, his final delivery. You know, he's setting up for his teammates, getting his head up at times to 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 put the ball in the right areas. At times, I think he takes that extra check. You know, where he goes to he faints to to cross mm-hmm. it, and then he checks. And I think. Midfield players and strikers get a bit frustrated with that, and I think he's got to release things a little bit early. and And, and I think, yeah, he's definitely he he should be one of the main suppliers of goals uh, in amongst chipping in with the the ones he's got. So I do I do think he has to improve on that, and 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 that is something I think he will do. Um, you know, listen, you know, we, we we're on. You can mention a number of other players, and sometimes it takes them until their mid twenties before they start to really learn the the, the game. They, they you know all that they can do stuff with the ball. But the other parts, mm. and he saw what is he twenty two or something. So I think he's got a bit to go. Uh, I was a wee bit surprised that Hadji started tonight, not because I don't think he's a good player, but I thought Arfield scoring the two goals at the weekend, particularly the second one, was a fantastic. He's still goal. in there though, isn't he? Yeah. Arfield. He's, he's, he's tonight. In just, the... just in terms of oh. you know the the shape of the team oh, and how, how, how to play how to play the game, and I just think that you know it's one of those situations where he, uh, as I said, he gives them that that penalty box extra, you know, up. And when Morelos draws defenders out, they need someone to to get there. Mm. And that that's the other side of it. And I think that that's something that Ryan Kent's got to look at someone like him and look at players like that. Stephen Gerrard was a fantastic player at that as well. So I think he will manage to to improve on that. But that that's the one area I, I agree with Darren that I think he's got to improve on. Just how big, how important are nights like tonight, Darren? I think after tonight is it four league games before you meet Celtic again? How much importance are you putting on games like this? Massive. I think it's three points is absolutely essential tonight. The the other matches after tonight is 
a little bit easier on paper before the old forum, so I think uh, tonight's a, a must-win. 100% uh, we need the three points tonight Yeah, managers will always tell us about one game at a time And all that, Mark and you, can't, you can't predict it You can't look too far ahead in terms of saying That one's easy, that one's not But the, the run Rangers have in the league between now and then So Kilmarnock away Does look like the, the standout banana skin, if you like Then it goes Livingston at home um, St Johnston away Hamilton at home Ross County away Before they get a crack at Celtic So this looks like the the toughest the, game. the biggest hurdle if you like Yeah I, I would agree with that Gordon if, if you can get through tonight I'm not saying the next four games Are gimmies I don't think ends Particularly a gimme At this stage of the season But you would certainly need To fancy Rangers To win those games And, and look And if you can't win Those four games Ahead of the, the game Against Celtic You wouldn't fancy Rangers To go and really take Celtic All the way So they've got to Starting tonight It's got to be 15 points um, Out of 15 And I agree If they do it tonight They'll pick up Of course they've got A Scottish Cup quarter final Wait Tynecastle And between all that but yeah, it would certainly put Rangers on the right road You got a bit quieter as the game went on, Darren But I'm thinking in particular the first half On Saturday, Yanis Hadji seemed to be involved in, in everything Can you see him making a, a bit of a difference for Rangers in the coming games? Yeah, definitely You can just see it from his technique straight away As soon as he touches the ball, his control and his vision And he's he's trying to play passes forward Rather than sideways and backways He's... He's uh he's definitely a player. I think uh, I think everyone can see that. And I just as, as I said, I hope he brings the best out in Kent because Kent definitely has the ability. He does it in the old forum games. He does it in the big games. I just don't think he's doing it often enough. His forums has not been great. So I'm hoping with Hadji there, with his ability and the technical ability that the two of them can play well together uh, and get the best out of Morelos. Well, he does start tonight. Let's see how he does between now and the end of the evening. Thank you very much to Darren. In our dross And this is a good time For you to get in touch Because we're going to get Some travel with Stephen Then we'll continue Building up to tonight's games I'll give you the breaking Team news From some of the other Fixtures next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader For compensation Talk to Thompson's.com One hour to kick off In the five big Premiership games tonight Mark Weary and Jim Duffy Joining me Gordon Duncan To preview them Scott McFarlane Has sent us a tweet uh, at Clyde SSB He says Hi guys Enjoying the show I think Scott is a Rangers fan But he says For me the league was gone At Tynecastle uh, They won't fancy it tonight Too cold Plastic pitch A team that will try their <clears throat> Off as usual uh, More points gone No evidence to suggest otherwise oh, Very glass half empty uh, From Scott I guess we will find out Before very the end empty. Of the night Very empty More than half empty <laughs> Let's get I don't think we got The Hearts team yet Did we There was a lot of speculation How will they set up Will they go full strength Alison Conroy has the answer it's four changes for Hearts from that Scottish Cup game at Falkirk at the weekend. John Souter does make the starting 11. He, of course, was that doubt with the ankle injury, but he is in. So it will be Joel Piera in goal, a back four of Sean Clear, Craig Halkett, John Souter and Michael Smith. In the midfield, Jamie Walker, Andrew Irving, Anthony McDonald and Ben Caruccio. And then it'll be Stephen Naismith just in behind Liam Boyce. On the bench for Hearts, Lamal, Washington, Ikpiezo, Demur, Moore, Langer and Avdiai. Uh, that's a strong team. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, and, uh, you're looking at that, you know, that's as good a team as you could pick probably, uh, yeah. Jim. You, you look at Naismith and, and, and Boyce, Boys, yeah. two very experienced players up top, working off each other at the back, Claire, Halkett and Souter. I think Souter brings good compo- composure to the team. Smith at left back too. Walker, you know, I think Stendhal was talking about Walker. Mm-hmm. Just try to kind of get a wee bit more out of him yeah. and put a arm round his his, his shoulders. He's, he's certainly got a lot. He? He's got a lot to offer when he's on 
form So you have to say That is a very strong team That Hearts have picked up. Let me give you some of the other team news um, Motherwell gone up to St Johnson Trying to reclaim Third place um, Mark Gillespie in goal A back four of Liam Grimshaw Declan Gallagher Peter Hartley Jake Carroll Midfield Donnelly O'Hara And Campbell uh, with Rolando Ahrens and Jermaine Hilton uh, Either side of Christopher Long Carson Tate Watt Manzinga Paulworth Mugabe And McKeever on the bench uh, For St Johnston I'll Give this a go A quick glance Sander Clark and goal Back four Of Anthony Ralston Jason Kerr Jamie McCartan Callum Booth Maybe a midfield five Liam Craig's in there David Witherspoon Dre Wright Ali McCann Jason Holt And Callum Hendry Leading the line uh, Parish Gordon Tanzer Butcher Jones May and Kane um, on the bench We'll give you some more team news In the not too distant future Let's speak to a Kilmarnock fan on the line Liam is going to the game this evening Liam, are you fancying your team's chances? Absolutely I've, We're sitting in the car outside the ground And the team news has came through I'm looking at the Kilmarnock side Up against the Rangers side And I think we're looking much stronger There's not one player Maybe one player, the goalkeeper I would swap Guys like Kabamba I think he's twice the player in Morales Brophy Flying at the minute, minute Chris Burke I mean the guy's Got six assists In one game I don't think Ryan Kent Has that all season But they're talking Seven million pounds They paid for Ryan Kent How much is Chris Burke worth In current form? Good question Probably uh, Probably less than Seven million I don't think Chris Burke Would mind us saying that Jim Would he? Yeah well, Listen I mean He hit them all Against uh, Queen's Park I think in the Scottish Cup But nevertheless um, you know, he did have the six assists. It's a fact, you know, and, and it is a very, very rare thing to happen. And brilliant. I mean, listen, I'm a big admirer of Chris, but not just as a as a player, but his professionalism, his attitude when he was out the team a little while ago. There, you know, he just knuckled down, kept working away at 33 or 34 years of age, whatever it is. He could have said, "Ah, listen, I'm I'm not happy. Let me go somewhere else and and, and play out the rest of my career." But he didn't, and he became, you know, a, a really important part of, of the team. Um, Kabamba, no, I, I don't think we can quite compare him with Morelos yet. You know, if you get twenty-eight goals, I think Morelos has got so far twice the player uh, of Morelos. Liam but, says um, Kabamba is is a handful, you know. And I think him and Brophy, and I think Brophy, I mean, we spoke on the program a couple of weeks ago. He seemed to be lacking in confidence. All of a sudden, as all strikers do, you score a goal, you look back on top of the world again. And he, he's a handful and to to the point where there was a, a suggestion that, that Rangers could be interested in naming Brophy as well. Yeah, so yeah. listen, um, Liam, I, I I love the fact that you're positive about your team and that, that you're confident in your team because that's what you want fans to go. You want fans to go to the game believing sure. that your team is good enough to win this game. Liam has got that opinion, respect it, but uh, I think as I said, it's one of those games where. You know they'll have to be the best defensively because I think Rangers will take the game to Kilmarnock. Liam, whether he's half the player of Kabamba or not, the fact remains Morelos has eleven goals in a season and a half against Kilmarnock. How do you stop him tonight? Certainly, certainly will stop him. I'll tell you, if he scores, if, if Morales scores tonight, I don't think I'll be back the rest of the season. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't rate the guy. I don't rate the guy at all. I think he's trouble. He's bad news. But we're talking about goal scoring here And he has scored 11 goals against Kilmarnock In a lot of those games Stuart Finlay was playing So what's different tonight? I mean I don't think he'll handle the pitch For one The atmosphere It's, it's building up around the ground now I think you're, 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 I, 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 I love supporters coming on Defending their team And being full of optimism Particularly in big games Wednesday night under the floodlights Brilliant 
But you're you're totally underestimating the the ability of of uh, of Morelos, uh, Liam. He is a right good player, good goal scorer, and at this moment in time, he is the most important player in terms of Rangers getting towards the you know what they want to achieve, and that's winning the title this season. And they'll need Morelos to go and do that. But if your command defenders keep on quiet tonight. Then what a job they will have done They'll need to turn in a terrific performance To, to keep Morelos quiet So it will be some battle uh, Del Fabro and uh, Finlay up against Morelos It'll be really intriguing I mean he did get a hat-trick on this pitch previously mm-hmm. But that's not to say Liam is wrong Liam you can give us a call tomorrow And let us know how you're feeling afterwards That was Liam in Kilmarnock Hopefully you enjoy the game So one four one nine five one one zero two five. 5 Team news in from Livy St Mirren as well St Mirren going Cladkane goal The back four of Hodson McCarthy from Mayo and Waters McPherson and Foley The defensive midfielders Dermis Marias Yakubiak Obika Quite an attacking mm-hmm. lineup uh, For St Mirren tonight Linus Wallace McGrath McAllister Andrew Cook And Mullen on the bench um, As for Livy McCrory in goal Back four of McMillan Brown Guthrie Taylor Sinclair Bartley and Pittman Probably the most defensive midfielders Sibbled Lawless Robinson And that man Lyndon Dykes Leading the line Schofield Menga Crawford Jacobs Lawson Souda And Lamy We will delve into that game In a bit more detail later on But Big incentive for St Mirren To try and Get clear of danger But unfortunately Going to What is at the moment One of the most difficult grounds In the country yeah, and I think Livingston will be kicking themselves. You know, they've had a couple of, I mean, they had a phenomenal run where Gary Holt ends up winning the manager of the month. And then, you know, they just, just you know, a, a couple of a, a results that he would have maybe expected to get the uh, points from. But um, Livingston at home, you know, they're, they're, they're a very, very difficult side to, to play against. You know, they, they have a, a, a very, um, you know, determined way of playing and they're very good at it. So, I think it'll be a big test for St Mirren tonight. I, I would expect Livingston just to nick that one. It is that time of the night. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Beat the pundit time. It's your chance to walk away with a signed ball, but only if you can get more questions right than Jim Duffy or Mark Guidi. If you want to step up to the plate tonight, and by the way, one of the performances of the season from the listeners last night, a right. six. Wow. To Gordon DL's five Oof. The sign ball is on oh, its way So if you, it was, it was a cracker So if you fancy it tonight 0141 951 1025 Call us quickly Because the lines close at 7 o'clock Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The form team for compensation For more than 40 years Talk to Thompson's.com Mark Guidi and Jim Duffy Are here with me Gordon Duncan We're building up to five huge games In the Premiership And we'd love you to join us So get in touch Let us know what you've made Of those starting 11s No real surprises From the Celtic team 3-5-2 again Griffiths and Edward up front The likes of Christie and Rogic still amongst the subs Rangers fans Maybe a bit more for you to chew over Barisic doesn't make it Halliday replaces him And Ryan Jack uh, Comes straight back into a midfield Which also contains Scott Arfield And Joe Arebo We've got big games St Mirren at Livingston Mullerwell at St Johnston Just to cover off a couple So if you've got any thoughts Now is the time to get them in 0141 951 1025 And we'll do this first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. It is that time, five past seven. As always, we play Beat the Pundit. We try and give away a signed ball, but we don't let it go easily. The contestant needs to get more football questions right than Jim or Mark. 
And the man with that task tonight is Jamie in Kirkintillock How are you Jamie? I not too bad thanks Good stuff What's your team Jamie? Usually it tells me on my screen but it's absent tonight Celtic Confident of a victory? Very Yeah you'd have to you'd have to think so going in current form But never say never in this weird and wonderful world of Scottish football Let's see if you can cause a shock on Beat the Pundit If it's heads you're going to be up against Mark Guidi And if it's tails you'll be taking on Jim Duffy And it is tails Jim Against Jamie from Kirkintilloch <laughs> So I'm going to give Jim some Clyde 2 to listen to And that way he can't hear your attempts Jamie you have 30 seconds Head to head with Jim You can pass If you don't know it Pass it And just move quickly on okay Okay Good man Jamie Your time starts now Which Austrian side did Celtic sign Bolly Ball and Golly from? Uh, Rapid Vienna Which Scottish football sides nicknamed the Wasps? Alloa how many goals has Alfredo Morelos scored in European competition this season? 12 Who's the manager of the Scotland women's team? Scott Booth Who are the current holders of the Scottish Challenge Cup? Pass Who was Scotland's top scorer in Euro 2020 qualifying? Lee uh, Griffiths Who's bottom of the Scottish Premiership at the moment? Hearts uh, Okay Jim Duffy, can you hear us? Yep Great Same set of questions to you You ready? Yep Which Austrian side Did Celtic sign Bolly Ball and Golly from? Stim Graz Which Scottish football side's nicknamed the Wasps? Alawa How many goals Has Alfredo Morelos Scored in European competition This season? Eleven Who is the manager Of the Scotland women's team? Shelley Kerr Who are the current holders Of the Scottish Challenge Cup? Ross County Who was Scotland's top scorer In Euro 2020 qualifying? Oh uh, John McGinn Who is currently bottom of the Scottish Premiership uh, Hearts Okay Jamie what do you think? I think you may have just pipped me Maybe just pipped you You got the first one You got off to a good start You were 1-0 up It was Rapid Vienna, yeah, Rapid Vienna. Volleyball and Golly's former club Not involved tonight actually at all Back um, out of the squad altogether So Jamie's 1-up Which Scottish football side nicknamed the Wasps? It is Alawa You both get that So Jamie stays 1-up how many goals has Alfredo Morelos got in European competition? He's got eight in qualifying, six in the group, 14 in total. So it's still 2-1 to Jamie, but not for long. Shelley Kerr is the manager of the Scotland women's team. Ross County, did you play them in the, the Challenge Cup? No? Just wondered if you... No, but I just, just remember I, I remember that they'd won it. Yeah, Ross County, the holders of the Challenge Cup. So Jim goes in front. John McGinn was the top scorer, Jamie. Seven goals in the qualifying campaign. So that does move Jim out of sight. You did get the last one right. Well done to you. Hearts are bottom of the Premiership. So it was a three for Jamie and a five for Jim Duffy. Hard lines, Jamie. Enjoy the game. Well done, Jim. Cheers, Jamie. Thanks. Good man. That was Jamie, Celtic fan from Kirk and Tillock. And your chance to beat the pundit will be back tomorrow. Night um, What about last night's action That's not quite a full fixture card We had one game last night Aberdeen Were they ever going to score From open play again Well they did And they made some big changes Along the way Derek McInnes Leaving out Sam Cosgrove Starting Curtis Main Has only got one goal In the league I think And he's the man That comes up with the goods To set them on their way he scored and they set one up And uh, you know By all accounts He was a real handful Right throughout the game And He's probably been sitting waiting his chance, but the, the form at Cosgrove went up until this year, since they come back from the, the, the winter break, had been exceptional. But he seems to have lost his way a little bit. And, you know, sometimes a manager, you have to make a big call because 
He stuck with him. He tried a partnership. He tried with wingers. He was trying everything, but it just wasn't quite falling for Sam Cosgrove. And uh, as a result, I think his confidence was affected and, and he decided to put in Curtis Main. And it was a, a brave decision, but the right decision because it worked out perfectly for him. And uh, obviously now McGinn got, got a goal as well. And to score three goals um, in a very difficult con- uh, conditions in the, in the artificial surface, I think will give them a, a tremendous lift and something they needed because there's no doubt about it, you know, Derek was under a little bit of pressure. The fans were getting very disgruntled and obviously they've got a new owner as well, a new chairman yeah. and David yeah. Cormack, it's not Stuart Milne who knows the way Derek works. So all of those things considered, uh, it was a terrific result um, for Aberdeen last night. Yeah, it's one of those decisions, Mark, because we're all great with hindsight. Yeah. And actually at the time, a lot of Aberdeen fans did feel Sam Cosgrove needed to be taken out However Had that mm. not gone to plan last night It would have been so easy to say today well, you Can't believe you would leave our top scorer out When we're desperate for goals So it was a big call By Derek McInnes And it, it's worked It was And it worked out And he was due He was due a wee break I think um, to, to be honest uh, And I just I think Derek over the piece Has been A first class manager for Aberdeen He'll be seven years in I think in April And when you look at what he inherited And the way Aberdeen were For the previous three, four, five. Six years to what he's he's built them into to now, um, I think he's done a really good job, and I think it's one of the ones when he'll probably only be maybe appreciated truly when he's not there. Because you think that, he can just be there too long, Mark? And it's not no, even that, was, that your, was my next point, Jim. I think how, how it would you've suit achieved Derek that, just and Aberdeen. Fed up you almost. If there's a, an amicable <laughs> partner of ways, I think the time's come for Derek to go and just come out of it and wait for something next to come up, and he'll get a right good job, whether it's up here. Or down south He will get a right good job He deserves a right good job But I just think now Maybe a bit stale You say the new owner I don't think I wouldn't imagine The dynamic between the new owner and Derek Would be the same as it was with Stuart Mill So you put all that into the mix New owner probably think I quite fancy bringing in my own man I want to go and appoint my own man So I think that I don't know But maybe it'll come to that stage um, That there's a there's a partner of ways And I think it would probably It would be good For Derek to go and try something different Well he would have season. been happy with the victory Last night in a lot of the games, other than the game at Ibrooks, on this type of run, we've been playing against teams who have sat in and we've struggled with that. I think uh, Hamilton, being the home team, came out, had a go as because we defended well, we were t- tenacious enough in the middle of the park. We managed to exploit some of that space that that afforded us. Main bends his run, lovely finish, gets us up and running. And I think from then on in, I think you've seen the confidence in the final third from the uh, from the rest of the team. It almost felt like a weight had been lifted when Curtis puts that finish in. But the tenacity and the work rate of the team's always been there. It's just that final third output really has been falling way short. And tonight it was uh, far more like it. Three goals, could have been more, goal chopped off. I'd have took any sort of victory night coming here because it was, it was always a tough one, a tough one coming here and getting three points was the most important thing. But to get three goals, confident and sure performance in difficult conditions pleased me. Now that's all well and good, right? But my favourite... Fallout from last night Did you see this story about I think it's the Foundry Is the name of the pub in Aberdeen Who Tried to, to get a bit of publicity Surrounding Aberdeen's goalless run And they said If Aberdeen scored I think it might have been from open play um, You'd get a free pint oh, If you're in watching the game right. Such is the desperation Very good, yeah. And they get three goals And they ended up giving away I think it was 190 pints some soft drinks as well, Jim. So don't worry, you you would not yeah. have been left out. Uh, Kieran from we're, we're not saying anything about the Abadonians getting three pints. Uh, so yeah, definitely not. Kieran from the Foundry gives us just a, a little quick explanation of what went on. It was risky, but I, I knew it would work just because of how little people were going to go to the game. I mean, we gave away 190 pints, 
pub was absolutely packed on a Tuesday. I mean, the head of marketing for Stonegate Pub Company, they've been in contact and they, they said it was a massive gamble, but a gamble that has really paid off. So they were delighted. There we go. I don't know what price you put on the publicity. What would the 190 pints cost you? Again, someone who owns a pub out there can come and tell me. Um, roughly £3 a pint in you. Would, so. it been, would it have been worth it? Good bit of publicity yeah, Well yeah, done yeah. And again, ah, listen, I'm sure The atmosphere last night And the Tuesday night Yeah sure. and I'm sure They stayed in to celebrate So I'm sure exactly. the, the, the tills were ringing A little bit later on As for Hamilton They're on the other end of it You get the feeling They've had a bit of a Bruising week Jim Don't you They did well in spells Against Celtic And lose 4-1 They did well in spells Against Rangers And lose heavily Heavily beaten again last night You can never write them off History tells you that But it's just been a, it's been a tough week Yeah I mean listen The games are tough You're playing against Rangers Celtic and Aberdeen You know they're not They're not games where Perhaps Hamilton are expected To pick up uh, results But they, they did put in A couple of big performances Against Old Firm And then eventually Ran out of steam a little bit But uh, the Aberdeen one I think will disappoint Brian Rice I think he maybe expected His team to play better And maybe You know As Derek McKinnon said there The fact that they were open They went for the game Whereas against The old firm They probably sat in a little bit more um, So Maybe that that Going to Tynecastle At the weekend Which will be huge for them Massive They can maybe sit in a little bit And, and invite hearts onto them And that might actually suit them better And you would never write them off Because they always I've said Many times They always seem to get A, a surprising result And mm. it wouldn't It wouldn't be that big a surprise if uh, they got one at 10 castle at the weekend. Right, we'd love to hear from you on the phones as we build up to tonight's games, but equally happy to hear from you on Twitter as well. Stephen Kennedy sent us a tweet at Clyde SSB. Uh, he's looking beyond the Celtic starting 11 and he's disappointed Clamalla doesn't even make the yeah, bench. Yeah. He says it's impossible to judge him in those conditions on Sunday. When is this boy going to get proper game time? It now seems Bio is ahead of him. Mm. Uh, funny when, when you, you, you read it or Sorry Alison read out the, the team That was I think Oh Clamalla's not there And Bayo's And obviously Bayo got a, a goal at the weekend But look I think you've got to look at it As I've said that The January window Sometimes isn't for the here and now It's about preparation For the summer And they obviously think That there's something in Clamalla That's why they've paid Three to three and a half million quid For a, a 21 year old they, they see something in him But let's be honest Was anybody really expecting them to come in and take over from Edward No chance The way Lee Griffiths has been No it's a it's a brilliant partnership That Celtic's got at the moment And uh, you know I know three and a half million pounds Is a lot of money for Celtic But it's not something that gets you The here and now So it's about the guy Finding his feet If he can come in And do a turn Here and there Between now and May Then all the better But I think it's finding the feet And making sure that he's prepared Ready to go and make A proper impact In the summer Should be if Edward's sold You think well that, this guy's Good he can yeah. go in And, and, and do a job or whatever So but if, you know, if I'm Kamala concerns has, about it. has signed The former Lee Griffiths Can justify yeah. the, the fee exactly. Because what he's done is He's again A guy's looked over his shoulder And thought If I don't get Mac together here I'm, I'm way down the pecking order mm-hmm. So he's took his chance And the fact that he's got A three million pound player You know In, in the background there Pushing him to, to the levels of performance Which is required uh, and and you know it's, it's be- benefit Celtic. So ultimately, no matter who, you know, really who's the starting lineup, who's the guy on the backup player, the fact that Griffiths and Edward just now are playing with this terrific partnership and understanding is a is a benefit to Celtic. But yeah, Klamala could be on the bench, but he started the game at the weekend. I think we did play about seventy minutes, somewhere about that. Um, so maybe they just think on the artificial surface, playing seventy minutes, we'll leave them out. And, and Listen, I've got such a an embarrassment of riches in their squad. I would expect him to come back into the squad at the weekend again, but it might just be having a little rest. Maybe his legs are a little and bit tight. Get the focus on him because he's the signing. Yeah. But to be fair, Bio needs a chance, yeah. and he came on and he got he his goal. And yeah. you know, so would it have been? 
Even more harsh, harsh on him to, to leave him out You're probably only going to have one of them I think it'll just be his muscles He's probably Come in First start You know as I said on, on, on an artificial pitch And I just think He might just be a little bit tight And rather than Any risk whatsoever Which they don't have to do just leave him yeah. out tonight And then see, see if he's available for the weekend Alec is a Celtic fan on the line Are you going along to the game tonight Alec? Yep I'm just leaving the house in two minutes So I'm a You better walk fast You've only got half an uh, hour Are I'm you a only, quick I'm walker? Only, I'm only 20 minutes fit so ah, You'll so. scush it then You'll scush it Are you confident tonight? Aye mate Aye confident without being complacent You know what I mean But I think this trip to Dubai You know before it You know obviously we played Rangers And you know, we all know what happened there. But when we come back to Dubai and we play the two up and the three at the back, let's be honest, you know, it, it's, years ago it used to be 4-4-2. Four, four, and then it went to the the the, the four two three one, whatever you want to call it. Then Selic came back and all of a sudden we're playing three at the back. We look comfortable. We're midfield, you know, and then Griffiths and Edward... Griffiths slowly but surely is getting back to to where he where he, where he was, you know what I mean? And when you look at our bench, as I said to the chap when I when I called, it's probably one of the strongest benches that we've had in a long, long time. So when you take one off, you're no sitting saying, Oh, who's gonna come on? Or you're looking at the bench. It should be like for like, you know what I mean? So it can only fill you with, with confidence. Yeah, it's interesting Alex says that because we're conceivably a week away from adding Frimpong and El Hamed mm-hmm. to the possibilities uh-huh. on uh-huh. that bench. Uh, who, well, I mean, Beaton as well. Yeah, you know I mean, there, there's, I mean, Alex is hundred percent right. You know, in terms of the quality that Celtic have at their disposal, you know, the options that they have. That's the reason why we've had people tweeting in and saying, "What about Clamala? He's not even in the squad tonight." You know, just Celtic are so strong in every department. Ball and golly, isn't in the squad tonight. You know, so. Listen, they've just got so so. And that's many. before you even start on Shred, yeah, yeah. Arzani, Dembele. Yeah, yeah, they've just got so so, so many terrific Mikey uh, Johnson, players. Sorry. But yeah. the fact is that this this system and this group of players just now are playing at such a high level that the manager doesn't need to do too much other than say, "Go on, same again. Mm-hmm. Keep producing for me, and you'll stay in the team." And he's given them that license, and they are producing the goods. I mean, but. I mean, I don't have any obviously get the, the stats in comparison, but it would be interesting to see because I think Celtic, I think they've got over seventy goals this year already. I think um, so. It'd be interesting to see how many goals you scored, you know, playing the one one up under maybe say Brendan Rodgers in comparison this year. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think it'll be too far away. But they seem to be they want that three in midfield. That's important, and that's part of the reason obviously with the play the the the, the, the three at the back because it gives them that three central midfield players and most managers now. Like three in there, they like control the game in there the way the game is played now. But the, the the three at the back allows Celtic to play with twin strikers, and that is the big difference between them and anyone else at this moment in time because it's, they have that quality. It's also as well that teams now are not used to playing against mm. twin strikers. All of a sudden, managers are having to think, How do we I mean look at the way that the Teddy Rice and Johnson we think that? So mm-hmm. it's it's a Asking questions of the opposition yeah. manager and team too by coming up with something different. Yeah, that's right. Because you need then do you drop someone? Do you drop a holding midfield player to try and screen them, or do you narrow one of your fullbacks in? If you narrow one of your fullbacks in, that leaves mm. space for Celtic's wing backs to go. So yeah, it's Matt's exactly right. It gives the opposition a completely different um, proposition to think about. 
I'll give you the final say Jim Hopefully you'll handle this responsibility <laughs> Because I've been putting this to, to, to the pundits In terms of you know what comes first Do the players dictate the shape Or does the shape dictate the players So at the moment everybody seems to like Celtic playing this 3-5-2 Now if it gets to a stage where Neil Lennon thinks El Yunusi is in top form mm-hmm. And wants to play him For example mm-hmm. Would that signal A change back t- To the old mm-hmm. shape Or would he go in and play As a left wing back Gordon DL thinks He could go in and play Left wing back No problem Alex Ray thinks No chance he would, It would have to be a, a different shape To accommodate him Yeah without without um, Disrespectful to Scottish teams If Celtic at Celtic Park He could play As a left mm-hmm. wing back But I don't think he would But he could Because Celtic will dominate the ball And be attacking He won't have to defend You could have him in Forest. But I think provided that Celtic are continuing at this level of form and the amount of goals they're scoring, I don't think he'll change it. I, I did a few weeks ago, I must admit, I thought a few weeks ago he might just do this for a couple of games and then when Forrest and Elanusi come back in, deal with the, the, the two, it'll go back to the four two three one with Christie off Edward. But no, I have, I have to be honest with you, I've changed my mind. I think if this current crop of players and the system it's playing, the way they're playing, the results they're getting... I don't see Neil Lennon change And why should he? Because El Alanusi And any other player Is going to have to adapt You know because They're going to have to fight for their place Uh, Alec are you the greedy type? Do you look at this as being Top against bottom Home game Chance to win comfortably Or are you a Three points Do whatever you need to do And get up the road type of fan? Well before Before the 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 end of the year I would be like Just saying Just get his early and Get three points But now Watching the way we're playing I'm a, I'm a 4 4-0, 5-0 type of guy I'll tell you what type of guy You're on your way to the stadium aren't you? I can hear you You're starting to get the breath Yes, yes ma'am <laughs> Right I'm going to let you go Because it's slippy out there I do not want that in my conscience You tread carefully That was Alex Somewhere between his house And Celtic Park 0141951025 Are you going along? To a game tonight Maybe you're sitting in the car outside Trying to get the last blast um, Of the heater Why not give us a call Let us know And if you're sitting down In the comfort of your own home To enjoy it We'd love to hear from you as well An absolute stinker Of a full time teaser Coming up next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Getting you full compensation Is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Time for Jim Duffy And Mark Weedy To tackle tonight's Full time teaser I already know They're not going to be happy With this one But they've got no choice They're stuck here Until 8 o'clock If you want to get involved In the full time teaser That's the beauty of it We love getting you involved So you send the questions in And we drive the pundits mad Trying to come up with the answers So If you've been working on a question Or you've got an idea You've got a good question You want to hear in the show Send it in to Fulltime At Clyde1.com This one probably requires A Pen and paper Which you two both have So Since 94 This is Eric Duff by the way Who sent the question in 94 10 Scotland players Whose First name And surname Both end In a vowel Oh come on Since 94 10 Scotland players Whose first name And surname Both end in a vowel Now Eric says It's by the name That they're generally Known by So you know You can go Willie Instead of William Charlie And, and not Charles That sort of thing Right okay. It's one of them That's going to take A bit of time I think But once you get up And running right, so A, A and A like Alan Archibald So that, that That's not Alan Archibald no, You know what I mean the, It's the end that, So it's the last oh, it's letter the last, wait, a minute, wait a minute Wait a minute So it's the last Their first name And end. their surnames End, end. In a vowel okay, so There's not, only okay. ten of them Right, end in a vowel Okay I'm with you now So end in a A-E-I-O-U Mm-hmm 
as that's the surname it's brutal isn't it it's brutal uh, but take it as a compliment it's because you guys can handle it sort of (laughs) something like that why do you not just give it to Roger Hanna because he had an even more difficult one on Tuesday I can't remember what it was but I know it was difficult I'll leave you with it I think it is one of them that you'll start progressing with we've got a big game in Perth Motherwell going up there trying to reclaim third spot from Aberdeen who took it last night Tommy Wright St Johnson not in bad form at all let's hear from Stephen Robinson They've gone on a decent run. Um, you know, they've, they've similar players still. Um, they've a similar style. They've not changed their style. They've not changed the way they play. They're a tough team to play against. Um, you know, they'll put balls down the side of you. Um, they'll they'll be aggressive in midfield. And as you say, they're on a good run, so they'll go into the game with confidence. But again, you know, we go in sitting in third place, so we've got to go in and believe in what we do and try and stamp the way we play on the game. It's been a, bit, a good week for Motherwell, a big week off the field where they announced that they're now debt-free yeah, and, and they're yeah. going to build... The thing about football, as you'll know better than anyone, Jim, it, the first thing is about what happens on the on the pitch, mm. and everything else is is great. So if if Motherwell can then marry that success with mm. a team that does finish third and pushes on and has a great end to the season, that will just send you know everyone's feelings through the roof mm. over the summer. And and I guess that is a really tight battle now for third. Yeah, I mean it's a fantastic challenge uh, for for third place now with uh, Aberdeen um, getting that victory against Hamilton last night. But Motherwell have been very consistent over the last couple of years, and again, not just consistent results, performances. They play on the front foot. They're attacking side. They're a good side to watch. They're an entertaining team. But you know, listen, if you if you're you know strangled by debt, then you can't you can't look beyond maybe the you know sometimes if you're lucky at a season. Sometimes even less than that. So once you get rid of the debt, then you can then concentrate fully on the football side. And that's what fans want to hear. So fair play to, to Motherwell. It's taken uh, time, but they've managed to get that um, debt with the, with the money from James Scott. And that's made a big... In- and that's the, the, the you know clubs like Motherwell have to do. I remember you know when I was at Clyde not that long ago, they had a similar situation you know where, where they were you know, in debt. And, and obviously that meant that the club as a football side couldn't progress... The, the, the year I left actually was the year that they paid off the, the the last payment of the debt and then since then they've managed to improve I think quite a lot uh, in particular under Danny Danny Lennon and getting forward then the money from Celtic for instance and the cup and the TV money that kind of stuff mm. can maybe move them to another level again so listen whether it's Clyde whether it's Motherwell it's anyone else take the, the old firm out of it um, if you if you can't um, you know look beyond you know, a couple of months because uh, you know they just say you're weighed down by the debt. It's you know then, then it, yeah. you know it stops you progressing a club. So listen, brilliant, and I think Motherwell will go from strength to strength. I'm not saying they'll finish third or fourth every year, but I think as a football club they will continue to develop and produce talented young players as they have done, like David Turnbull, like James Scott, you know, like a number of other players over the last few years. Such as the the height of the bar that they've set this season, Mark. This is their longest winless run of the season. They've not won any of the last four And that makes it the worst run of the season um, When you delve a bit deeper One of them's against Celtic Who are rampant at the moment They're actually okay against Hibs Held to a nil-nil draw Brutal conditions at the weekend You're still in the cup You draw one each So it's not like It's an awful run of form But They're more used to winning games Than this at the moment And Stephen Robinson will be hoping To get back to that tonight Yeah I mean You would never count uh, Motherwell uh, out You know They've been round the block They've got you know, good seasoned pros in the team. They've got a bit of talent. I like the the, the boys that he brought in. I, I like Hilton, uh, boys. That, you know, a, a bit of pace. Also, they've lost 
uh, James Scott Christopher Long's really making a name from himself uh, too nice and composed um, in the box so they've got a lot going for them but the thing is Gordon out with Celtic and Rangers every one of the 10 teams at some point will go that 4, 5, six, sometimes mm-hmm. 8 or 9 games mm-hmm. without getting a victory um, so I think for Motherwell to have what they've had in the bank because of their brilliant start then they're, they're due a wee turn and what Stephen Robinson will hope is that it comes good again they, keep, they, they win their cup replay uh, against St Mirren next week and, and, and they kick on but I think for what they've achieved for the kind of squad that they've got and considering there's no David Turnbull um, there either and, and different things I think they have done remarkably well and full credit to everyone at the club and before I go any further I've got one I've got <laughs> oh, a name. Do you? Right, okay. and, and it's very apt actually because yes. I've not mentioned them yes. uh, tonight and I it's was my good pal and it's uh, I know Jim's good pals with his dad and we wish him all the it's best and I think he's making great recovery and I know he's good pal Simon Donnelly mm-hmm. finally managed to get off the, the, the island of Arran today and he's mm-hmm. going down to see um, Jackie today so we wish him all the best and the as of course Jackie McNamara yes well done your esteemed colleague Stephen Mill fresh from doing the travel earlier on he's sent in a couple I'm mm-hmm. going to tell you the one that he's not got right because he's just shamelessly cut the first name to try and make it he's gone for Stu McKimmy I'm not giving, <laughs> I'm not giving you Stu come on no, no chance uh, but you, he's got he's got a couple of others you've got Jackie McNamara mm-hmm. any more no all right. that's all I've got <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of a a Davy or a Dave, I'm saying like like Davy Cooper, Davy Weir, mm-hmm. people like that. But I'm no, just yeah, just trying just, to, just to like sort that. of steer you in the, just give you a slight nudge. There's one who's very much in the squad at the moment. Uh, there's another one who, yeah, technically is is available, has been in squads recently. I think he dropped out of the last couple, but but he ha- he has been there or thereabouts. But there's one that's you know definitely in the squad at the moment, and I would urge you to 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 think about his first name. He's one of them that's got that shortened version. Right. right. Okay. okay. Thanks for I that. I don't know if that helps at all. <laughs> John is a Celtic fan on the line. What are you hoping for tonight, John? What are you expecting? Well, I'm going for a five nothing tonight. Oh, you don't want much. No, I've been saying that. I mean, Hearts are a dangerous team. They're dangerous at every race with, as I was pointing out last night. Him and Griffiths for Scotland up front. But I'm just like to see. Wish me Jackie all the best. I love the guy. I think he was the best fullback we've had since Danny McGrain. So that's a compliment in itself. So I hope the guy's doing well. One of my favourites when they played with uh, No, Mark, yeah, Jim, I was just talking to my brother all the day about things that night, and we were talking about Scott Brown. Now, do you not think this guy is in line to be the player of the year? I mean, it's, it's been phenomenal this year. Just what, what is your thoughts on that, guys? Yeah, John, I, I think he's he has been one of the best players in the country. Um, and I, I mean, I, listen, I was waxing lyrical about him at the weekend. I know it's Clyde, but it was just his attitude and his. Desire and you know just making sure Celtic were so professional and there was no slackness and just just dominated the game and and I, I just think that typified Scott Brown and just his influence in the game was immense. But Celtic, you know, have had you know other top performances this year. I mean, McGregor's been immense at the first half of the season. Ryan Christie, obviously, odds at Edward. So there's a lot of good players. I mean, that, that that that's from the Celtic perspective. From from other clubs as well, there's been some really good players. But if you're just talking about Scott Brown his own, yeah, he's certainly got to be in the running. But sometimes, you know, uh, you know, the, you just you just sometimes the votes are split. And that's the difficulty that sometimes the reason why someone doesn't win because there's there's maybe four or five other candidates and whereas if there's one outstanding candidate then he tends to run away with it. But this year I think there's been a few. I'll just keep it to your club for the moment, John, because this would be the earliest player of the year discussion we've ever had and I don't want to really delve in. But if it were to end tomorrow, 
Would you seriously give it to Scott Brown over Odson Edward? And I'm just keeping it for your team at the moment. Well, I, I don't know. Ed, I mean, Ed, the French Eddie's on fire, and you know what I mean. Then you've got Big Fraz, man. He's been playing well, and as Jim said there, McGregor. You know what I mean? There's been a few, but uh, I, I, I think just Scott Brown. Is it, to me, he's what I know. He's more a defensive midfielder now, right? When he came first, he was like attacking, but he seems to be the. As Jim said, uh, I mean, some of the passes he's picking out now is unbelievable. He's just, he's just as if he's going back ten years. You know what I mean? He's, he's absolutely. He's flying, you know what I mean? He just seems to have been, I don't know, he's just the guy who just seems to have a really silly life, and I think getting written off a lot of people, you know what I mean? He's just don't try to prove a point as well, but I, I just think he's, I would get to Scott Brown anyway, I think he's captain fantastic, you know what I mean? Well, he plays again tonight, I think 43 or 4 for the season, I think it's 43, I can't remember, but he's putting in some shift, as they say, John... Thinks Harps could be dangerous like Stephen Naismith But is going for a 5-0 win for Celtic So enjoy the game John uh, Tonight's teaser is this Since 94, 10 players to be capped for Scotland Whose first name and surnames Both end in a vowel So guys like Jackie McNamara I've got one Lee Wallace Yes mm-hmm. I've got another one then I think Jim might have managed them at some stage Lee Wilkie Yes, great yeah. shout, well done have you not got the one that's in the squad at the no, moment? No, I'm trying to act my brain. I'm trying to go through the full. I was talking to John. I can't even talk to John. I'm multitasking. I know. I know. I know. I ask a lot of you. Mikey Devlin, <laughs> Scott go McKenna, up. Go further up. Much James Forrest, Stephen Naismith, even further up. Eamon Brophy. It's the only one you've missed. Uh, like I say, the short, short first name. That's what's doing it for you. He's always a striker. Mm hmm. Ollie McBurney Ollie McBurney Great shot Ollie McBurney We've got Four down Six to go And we'll go back Around the grounds For kick off next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors They play to win Every time Talk to Thompson's.com Minutes away from kick off In what could be A huge night In the title race Here in the Scottish Premiership The teams are in the tunnel At Rugby Park Let's go there first And get a flavour Of the build up And a recap of the teams With Andrew McLean Yeah Rangers coming at the tunnel First here at Rugby Park There's three changes For Kilmarnock though Going into this one Brunescu, Broadfoot And Johnson drop out Koprovec Finlay and Burke come in so it'll be Koprovec starting in goal a back four of Stephen O'Donnell Stuart Finlay Dario Del Fabro and Nico Hamalainen Alan Power Gary Dicker and Rory McKenzie the midfield three with Chris Burke Nicky Cabamba and Eamon Brophy up top as for Rangers they make three changes as well from that win against Hamilton at the weekend out go Edmondson Barisic and Kamara in come Katic Halliday and Ryan Jack on his return Alan McGregor starts in goal it's a back four of James Tavernier Connor Goldson Nicola Katic and Andy Halliday the midfield three Scott Arfield Ryan Jack and Joe Aribo with Yanis Hadji and Ryan Kent supporting Alfredo Morelos up front it's been fine margins the difference between these sides this season Rangers needing a last minute goal here to get three points on the opening day of the season and uh, Kilmarnock defended stubbornly in that game at Ibrox in December but Alfredo Morelos he came off the bench to score and Rangers won that one 1-0 both teams are feeling better about themselves after the last couple of matches we'll see who's smiling at the end of this one Massive game in store at Rugby Park Kilmarnock against Rangers Andrew McLean will get all the post-match reaction and we'll bring that to you on tomorrow night's show What about Celtic against Hearts then? Alison Conroy Yeah, the teams are out on the pitch for this one Six changes for Celtic from that 
Scottish Cup win at Clyde. James Forrest was in a minor car accident earlier today, but he is fit and in the starting 11. So Fraser Forster in goal. A back three of Chris Iyer, Yoso Simonovic and Chris Julian. A midfield five of James Forrest, Scott Brown, Olivia and Cham, Callum McGregor and Greg Taylor. Watson Edward and Lee Griffiths up top for Celtic. For Hearts, four changes from them from the weekend. Joel Piera in goal. A back four of Sean Clare, Craig Halkett, John Sutter and Michael Smith in the midfield. Jamie Walker, Andrew Irving, Anthony McDonald and Ben Garuccio with Stephen Naismith in behind the lone striker of Liam Boyce. The referee at Celtic Park is Willie Collum. It is top versus bottom here. Can Daniel Stendhal do something tonight to take them off the bottom of the table against the league leaders? We'll find out soon, Gordon. Massive games all around the country. In terms of the title race, I won't even bother you for specific score predictions. Talk to me about points gap. Come tonight, is it going to be seven? Is it going to be bigger? Going to be smaller? Uh, I think it will be seven, but I think there's a likely chance that Rangers will drop points. But I think Celtic will win by three, Rangers will nick it by one. Yeah, I, th- I think it'll, the, the points will remain the same, just simply because both I, win. I think, yeah, I, I just think that they're both better teams in the opposition. Yeah, that's as good a reason as any. I don't mind that at all. Um, right, on tonight's teaser, and let me say what a response this has had on Twitter, no, honestly. Some great I've, I've answers actually, coming I've, I've in. Get into it. I wasn't sure about yeah, it first, but I knew, I knew, it. Yeah, that's fine. So, William Donachie's thrown names in. John Henderson's got one that you don't have, so does Colin Moffat. Um, honestly, there's just so many. Robbie Galbraith has got one that you don't have. Uh, James Hogarth James Shields Stephen Wood Honestly I'm running through them all Taylor Scott The only thing I will say right We were looking for 10 There's a wee bonus one It's up to you It depends how pedantic you are right Do you remember uh, the one that we said That is in the squad at the moment uh-huh. Who two. was it No but remember the one you gave o- me already Ollie McBurney. Right. Ollie McBurney There's another guy that's kind of got the same first name Ollie Oh, Ollie Buck. Buck Right, okay right, It's just a bit of a grey area right, So for right. instance Ollie McBurney See if you go on his Wikipedia page yeah. He's down as Ollie right. If you go on It's no, Oliver Buck. Buck So yeah. we'll give you it if you want But that, so that makes it no, 11 no, sort of Yeah, so he's not yeah. in the 10 yeah. So you're still I've looking seen. for another 1, 2, right. 3, 4, 5, 6 I've I've, I've, I've got, got a couple I've got a go couple of belters Go for it Right Steve Clark, the Scotland manager Yes, he's the earliest on the list 94 was his right. last mm. of his six caps And the other one I'm I'm really happy with Jamie Mackey You should be happy with that Because that mm-hmm. Is a fine answer Well done Jamie Mackey Four to go Yeah Well uh, the other one we, we got a kind of Between us Me and Martin Was uh, Akichi Anya Yes yeah. Akichi Anya Well done What a Remember that period he had Proper fans favourite yeah, Wasn't yeah. he under Gordon Strachan He was brilliant Wasn't yeah. he right was a, a wing back Almost yeah, like And then uh, The other one that, uh, Again just because it doesn't, you know, you don't think about it at the, the time because you're thinking the obvious ones, um, but Christoph Berra. Yes, Christoph Berra, well done. That means you're only looking for another two since 94. <laughs> Ten players to be capped for Scotland, whose first name and surname both begin with a vowel. Right, I've got oh, a belter. No, he's waving his pen at me. I've got a belter. I'm so chuffed with this one. Oh, I hope it's right. Robbie Stockdale. <laughs> oh, that's superb. I thought that I was the hardest one. We've yeah, seen you read out on Twitter and Robbie on t- I'm thinking Robbie there, yeah, there's another one ends in E and I'm saying, blah, 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 blah. Oh, I was thinking Robbie Mutter said no Stockdale, Robbie Stockdale. So if you want to get it. it. Just want, yeah, listen, you've got plenty of time to get it, so we won't rush into it, but so many um great answers coming in. Sean Allison is another one. I think he's rhymed off a good few. Colin Moffat's gone for Richie, but I don't know really what that means. There's no one called Richie on here. Uh, DJ is another Honestly great response Thank you very much for uh, Taking part Jim With a whole two minutes On the clock At Rugby Park What Has your managerial eye Picked up anything in particular 
I think uh, Kamarnock try just to push on to Rangers obviously when they have the ball not allowing them to play through the midfield so if it goes to Halliday you see Buck sprinting to him if it goes on the other side to uh, Tavernier then obviously uh, Kamarnock trying to put pressure on Rangers higher up the pitch um, to try and force him to go long obviously if it goes long then that sh- should shoot even though Morelos is a, a, a competitive player up there um, it's, it's not as, as easy for them uh, against the two big centre-backs when he's having to back in all the time Eamon Brophy's taken a real sore one on the head from Nikola Katic just g- g- jumps over the striker leads with his left arm will he be in a little bit of bother mm, I don't think so no. no. I don't, I don't think, he's, he's, he's not the ball all the time yeah. his, his arm is over him and he does kind of catch him in the ear yeah. but listen it's, it's, it's one of those ones where he's a big guy he's aggressive that is his style Katic but the referee, I think it was John Beaton is the referee John tonight. Beaton's the referee. And I think yeah. he didn't even give a free kick or anything like that. So he didn't see anything toward there. And I didn't either. Um, it's not exactly high on Rangers' priority list that they're playing at the moment. They've got this strong squad that they're going to be going with. Something just caught my eye on Twitter. Just take advantage of it. Jamie Murphy scoring again for, for Burton last night. He's, he's, he's three and five. I think I mentioned it earlier We're brilliant with hindsight And it's easy to say now Oh Rangers should never have put him out on loan And you know Look at the other up He's better than Barker He's better than Ojo Whatever um, But he's clearly has gone down And having quite an impact Well he scored a terrific goal I watched it today In the, in the highlights uh, They were showing you the goals from last night And uh, I seen his goal And it was a terrific goal Again Typical Jamie Murphy It was a great touch it wasn't right, it When it came over the top o- Over on the left hand side Comes inside But then just hits it early Bottom corner, and as, he, as you said, he started off really well at Burton. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's a good player. Listen, there was no doubt he was a good player, but he just was out injured. And I don't think he had a fancy going back and playing at Kilmarnock, to be honest, if he was available. That's where he, but, yeah, when he came a cropper, wasn't it, the first so time? So, I think that, um, yeah, listen, Rangers have made the decision, and I think it's good for everybody, and particularly for, for Jamie, to go and get game time. Right, you won't be surprised to hear that the first chance really for Celtic is linking up between Edward. Um, and Griffiths but the chance is snuffed out by the Hearts defence so still goalless in that one as it is in all of our games Hibs against Ross County Livingston St Mirren and St Johnston Motherwell are the three games not involving either of Glasgow's big two not necessarily looking for a full list of score predictions but anything in particular are we getting any any shocks or any results of note? Hey, no I, 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 you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if St Mirren nick a point at, at Livingston. Um, I think they're you know they're, they're well capable um, of doing something like that. So yeah, I, I could see St Mirren coming away uh, with a point tonight. Uh, no, I think um, I, don't, I don't really. I mean, I wouldn't say surprised because a lot of the games are evenly matched. Mm. You know what I mean? But I think that uh, um, St Johnson, uh, St Johnson at home, aren't they? Are they are they, are they at home? Yeah, to Motherwell. Yeah, yeah, to they're home yeah. to Motherwell. And I think that that could be a difficult one for for Motherwell. Um, again St Johnston have, have, you know, get back on track again after a, a very sticky start first half of the season they were really struggling but again they've made changes they've left the likes of Stevie Mayne out tonight again so I think they they might get something from the Motherwell game I wouldn't that that to me wouldn't be a shock but it would be a bit of a blow for Motherwell really trying to get back in third place we always say that Rangers don't ever really change their shape Jim and it's much easier when you're at the game but just a couple of things I wonder is it possible that Ryan Jack and Scott Arfield are playing as a, a holding two? A two. And they've gone to the 4-2-3-1? Yeah, yeah, I mean, possibly. You know what I mean? I've said before, it is, it is possible they're playing that. It's hard to say at this moment. Yeah, I mean, television is, it isn't great. Play uh, Andrew McLean will be listening. He, he can text yeah. us. It just looked a few times there as if Jack and, and Arfield are sitting sort of next to each other. Yeah, I think that, I mean, they said, you know, command up play three in the middle of the pitch, as, as we know, generally. Um, but... 
But I think they, they look as if they're playing a 4-4-2, narrowing in. So maybe they've just um, went to, to make sure that uh, because, they, again, they've got two strikers, that they can't play the ball up to the two strikers. But Rangers have certainly started the game positively, getting on the ball. They've moved it quickly. Um, they're the team you know, who have had one or two crosses into the box and one or two bits of possession around about the box. Yeah, Morelos tries one from distance, just doesn't catch it at all on his left foot. Andrew McLean thinks that that is the case. He's text to say, you know, that, that Rebo tends to play on, on the left centre mid of a three, but he's more advanced and central at times at, at the moment, it looks like. So, one to keep an eye on. Some people don't care too much about the, the exact makeup yeah. of things in there, but one to... They might interest some of you But with seven minutes gone It's Kilmarnock nil Rangers nil And it is goalless across the board um, In all of our fixtures So we'll keep a, Just an eye We've only a couple of minutes left here of course So we'll keep an eye um, St Mirren almost getting in Just a moment or two ago Bika behind the Livingston defence Robbie McCrory The on-loan Rangers keeper He rushes out Eventually He didn't look too sure But he rushes out Knocks the ball clear um, And then at the other end It's off the line So it's McMillan creating the chance Robinson with the header um, no sorry Guthrie with the, with the header eventually from a corner and off the line in that one so bright starts all round but still no goals to tell you about I'm afraid conditions look pretty decent you yeah. know I mean yeah. we, we thought that because today and last night in particular you know the weather was it was really you know quite poor but uh at the moment, it looks as if it's uh, you know a, a good night for football. There's round one of the battle between Alfredo Morelos Stuart and Finley. Stuart Finlay. It goes the way of Finlay, a free it's kick. Handball, I think yeah. he gives it given for against. Him. Is but, it handball? But I don't then? think yeah. it is really. I mean, it has him on the top he, of the shoulder. He does also yeah. have a tug on the shovel, yeah. doesn't he? Yeah, he does. But he's, he's just pushing and pulling, and I think both players are like that. Right, one more to get on this teaser. Since '94, oh, ten God. players capped by Scotland whose first name and surname both end in a vowel: Christoph Berra, Jackie McNamara, Ekechianya, Steve Clark, Jamie Mackey, Lee Wallace, Lee Wilkie, Robbie Stockdale, Ollie McBurney. I need a clue. God, I'm he's the one that's he's still in and around the squad. He played in the last campaign. I'm not sure if he will, but he could very well be called up. Still, he, he's playing. In the English Championship. Okay, English Championship. Yeah. I'm, I'm not having any. I'm I'm trying to think. Stephen Fletcher, Barry Bannon. Mm. That's the thing. You, mm. So we have been more used to him up here. He's played most of his football up here, but in the not too distant past, he's gone down. Stuart Armstrong, no, it's not. It's championship. A championship. I'm just, I'm just trying to think of players that's been down south, just thinking out loud. Darby no. County, Cardiff. Darby. Yes. Darby. Darby. Uh, he's, still, he's playing Derby just now. Yeah. Uh, first, first, no, no. I feel like you've, I feel like, no, I feel like you've forgotten this guy's gone to Derby. If I tell you the club that he left to go to Derby, you'll, you'll get it. You're ready to tell us Aberdeen. Um, from wait a minute, I'm from Aberdeen to Derby. You can also spell this name without a vowel at the end, but he happens to have it. Craig Bryson. No, no. He's, he's Aberdeen. Aye, What's the bit between your knee and your ankle called? Graham Shinney Graham Shinney Graham Shinney Can we just say That's the worst clue I've ever had to give Jackie McNamara All the very best Yeah absolutely 100% Brilliant that he's in recovery And let's hope he goes From strength to strength Absolutely Well said Good football tonight as well Hopefully And we'll give you All the reaction tomorrow night On Thursday's Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Mark Wilson And Gordon Deal So make sure you join us For that Hibs have taken the lead Against Ross County Mark McNulty Picking up where he left off At the weekend Cassie is up next She'll look after you For the rest of the night Clyde One
on Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com.